Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Touch Base. I'm Josh Haynes, and today we're going to begin our conversation on Christ. This is the last of the three core values, although certainly it is not the least. And joining me as usual is going to be Dave Marcinkowski, one of our partners. Now, allow me, if you will, to set this up. To discuss faith in Jesus Christ is a risk, not just because today's society feels so polarized, but also because we're a for-profit company, and we know that. And at the same time, to adhere and to, to follow these core values, we want to represent in the most sincere way our love for Jesus Christ. That said, we also deeply want to respect and honor the team members who align with other religions, the team members who may align with no religion, and to show them uh, that, that it is possible for us to be true community and be one company and pull in the same direction with all of the same overall purposes. We believe it's possible also to highlight, explain, and even cling to the value of Jesus Christ while also making space for diverse and wide-ranging worldviews. In fact, one of the tenets of Christianity is supposed to be, at least something we desire and aspire to be, is that our love for God will be proven in the way that we love others. With that said, here's my conversation on Christ, part one with Dave Marcinkowski. All right, welcome back to another podcast, one of our company podcasts we're calling Touch Base. And joining me today is Dave Marcinkowski. He's been joining me the last several times to kind of lead us through this conversation about core values. Up to this point, we have talked through community, we've talked through Kanai, constant and never-ending improvement, and today we're going to have a conversation about Christ. Uh, this is a big conversation just mm -hmm. simply because uh, I think, and I've told you this before, I think we've got to have some guts here to have this conversation simply because of the, the tension in a lot of ways that we see within our world revolving around uh, a, a Christian worldview within public and, and within public companies and kind of how this works. And so as we jump in here, I really want to just ask you to talk me through real quickly again, give us just a brief intro again, values, and why values, define it for us, make sure we gather kind of where you're coming from, so when we jump into this conversation of Christ, we're kind of all speaking the same language here. Yeah, sure. No, so, um, and it's critical that we understand what values are, like what's the, the importance of values, and they're not just words on a website. These are things that you actually use and live by as it relates to your organization. And, um, you know, I think I've been using the word North Star. It's really, it's a compass. It's a way when you have decisions to make, um, and we have a lot of decisions, big decisions, little decisions. It's the thing that when you're not sure what to do, you go back to your core values and say, who, who are we and what do we stand for? And we have these three core values. We have Christ, community, and Kenai. We've talked about community and Kenai. Um, and, and, you know, to me, they all overlap. Where community and Kenai, if you hit two circles, they kind of they like roll over on top of each other. Christ is one that I think is this, is this uh, maybe it's a bigger circle or it's a thread that weaves between them. And you can't have one without the other. It's not like, okay, we're going to do great in community. We're going to suck at Kenai and Christ. 
um, you know, we want to do, we want to sit there and honor all three when we, when we make choices and we make decisions and we start to try to plot a course forward. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think that's interesting because I think you give, when all of them work together, I think there's multiple on ramps, no matter who you are to kind of join in the purposes and in the direction of the company. Could you tell me a little bit about the process of how we ended up with these three? Yeah. Um, when I first moved down here back in 2004, um, we were kind of going, we weren't called Madeira then, and we had, uh, Charlie and I had a partner, Paul Stell, and we were working through the, the core values. And it was really important to Charlie and Paul that Christ was a core value. And I came from Chicago, and the first thing that jumps in my head is, I'm sure it jumps into other people's heads when they see our company is, and we can't do that. Mm. You know, that's going to limit who wants to work for us. That's going to tell people like, oh, I have to be a Christian in order to, to work for their company. And, and you know, and, and you started by saying, you know, this is a big conversation we need to have. It's not as complicated as we make it to believe. And my hope today is to kind of like pare this thing down to what we're really talking about here. And I fought it for a, a short period of time. And then I sort of complied with Christ as a core value. And then I really started to, you know, as I started to mature and started to figure things out and what I wanted to do in my life and what I wanted to see our company become, I become, it became something where today it's really, really important that yeah. that word, I mean, critical that that word is a part of our values. Yeah. And I'm excited to have the opportunity to kind of talk that through with people because it really, um, I understand completely why people are maybe going, what the heck? Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not meant to be that complicated. And it's not meant to be something that is truly pushing people away. It should be attracting people of all religions, all faiths, all all purposes in life. And hopefully today I can communicate that. Yeah, I'm excited to hear you kind of talk through that. You mentioned something a second ago that I find interesting just because I, as a new person or newer person to our company, um, you mentioned Paul and you mentioned Charlie. Uh, but now since we have Gary and we have Alton. Yeah, I mean, And tell me about... The four of you guys sitting down, and I guess with 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 Quext, we've got Thomas, and yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people I'm 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 not remembering it in the moment, but <laughs> but tell me a little bit about how you guys have continued that conversation even years later, adding new voices into it, and at the same time, still coming back to this as a core value. Yeah, so I mean, when Gary and uh, and Alton came on board, you know, we had a bunch of different values up until really about four or five years ago when we took a new look at those. Uh, but Christ was always one of those values. And one thing to understand is, is that the four of us, and when you talk about Quacks with Thomas, the five of us, we are all Christian men. Mm-hmm. And we do believe in Christ. And we do believe he died for our sins. That's just who we are. Yeah. And in a way, with our, with our company, it's a way for us to use this value as a way to be able to say, this is who, the, who we are. This isn't who everybody who works for us is. This is who the five of us are. But this word, you know, that's that's what it means to us that is going to be different than I think everybody else we talk about within our organization. Yeah. And I think that's important to understand. And as we went through the – it wasn't like we're out, you know, we were looking for a partner for Quex and, okay, Thomas, you got to be a Christian in order to be to be with us. He just happens to be Christian. Yeah. And, and again, this isn't, this isn't something that you, you, have to, you have to hold true to in order to be a part of our organization. Uh, the beauty of it is, is I think that's kind of – Christ is also – and then our other values are the glue – that holds our partnership together. Sure. Because when we get together, there are times in which we don't agree. Right. And we go, we come back to our values and go, hey, you know, what are we trying to do here? And how does it fit within our values? And it quickly kind of knocks down barriers. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's why yeah. we're going to choose the choice that we choose. And there have been times where I've been right. There are times where I've been wrong. 
Um, but I get really comfortable with something when I can say I'm wrong, when I say, you know what, though, you're right. That's what our values are calling for us to do. Yeah, I love the way that you put that in there because you, you give us, uh, you know, we've used language in the past about a North Star when it comes to values and those types of things. But yet being corrected based upon values that are so conviction oriented for you, uh, it's easier to give up on those things that Without you were wrong with. Yeah, because it's bigger than me. Yeah. You know, our values are bigger than our partnership. Our values are bigger than than anything that we're doing. It's who we are and who we stand for. And we've we've had the we've been blessed in the last year to be able to take on some new initiatives, some new companies. We have some new partners, and I'm looking forward to kind of in future podcasts. We're going to explain all these different how these things all fit together. Um, you know, but we don't today. Somebody may be listening for, to this podcast from Select Title and go, "Well, does that mean that Christ Community and Kenai are our core values?" Well, not today, and, and I'm not sure they will be in the future. I hope so. But, you know, we may find that those values are those three plus something else with, yeah. with the time. We'll see how that plays out. But, I mean, it's, I think it's critical for these companies who, who are familiar with Madeira, who are now a part of Madeira in a way, mm-hmm. understand, like, that's who we are. Sure. That's who we stand for. And the decision to be a part of the organization that you work for came from those values. Right. Right. I love that. It's interesting to talk about this because it, up to this point, and I want to get into some – some more vulnerable things, maybe some yeah. more stuff just about you and about kind of where you are and where you've been. Because I, I think in in this conversation, if we just keep it on an abstract level, uh, we miss out on the beauty of people's stories. And I think when we hear people's stories, we get to hear their heart. And so it's a little bit easier to like step in and go, okay, all right, it's great to know where he's coming from. And yeah. so let's just talk to you for just a second. Mm-hmm. Who is Christ to you, and, and what has this journey of Christianity been for you? Um, well, I mean, I um, I guess go back to the beginning of time. I was raised a Catholic. Okay. And, um, you know, what was interesting was um, I was, like a lot of my friends, uh, especially younger generation, um, you know, I went, to, I went to church on Easter and I went to church on Christmas Eve Mass. And, you know, maybe I, I tried Lent every year, whether I finished or not. And that was the extent of, of, my, of my Catholic upbringing. Yeah. Um, I have wonderful parents who, were, who, were, who, who believe in God. And, you know, you know there's, there's a lot of similarities there. But that to me was who I was. I was mm-hmm. a Catholic. And I would tell people that. Um, and then I met my, my wonderful wife. And there's, again, there's a lot of similarities. We follow the Bible, but there's some differences there. Sure. And so we started having the debate, okay, well, how are we going to raise our kids? And I was like, we're going to raise them a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Laura's like, no, we're going to, I'm not sure I feel how I feel about that. Yeah. And, you know, what does Catholic mean to you? And we started to dive into it. And I was like, well, we go to church on Easter and we go in church. On, and it was like, those were rituals. Those weren't my beliefs. Okay. And so that opened up the door for me to start to challenge things internally with myself to say, hey, I, Kind of, can I? How can I? I want to be better at this. I want to understand this better. Mm-hmm. And as I started to study and I started to learn, and God was great. He opened up some doors for me for some people that I trusted to kind of have real conversations with about. Not like threatening conversations, but really kind of like enlightening conversations. Yeah. Um, where I was able to get some answers to some questions. And I was like, whoa, you know, that feels good. That feels right. That I can, I can get my hands around that. And I remember... Um, really interesting conversation. So, um, again, total godly thing. Um, we were going to a Church of Christ in Naperville, Illinois. The pastor was, uh, I was probably 31, 32 years old. The pastor was a 28-year-old from Australia. Uh, his name is Rich Little. He ended up going on to be the, the, the uh, youth minister at Pepperdine for a period of time. And then I think he kind of has moved past that and is doing some other things. But um, Rich and I studied together. And you got to understand, like, you're talking about kind of clashing 
cultures yeah. here having these conversations. And the thing that Rich always told me going through the process was like, you know, whatever I tell you, go find it in the Bible. If I can't show you in the Bible, then don't believe me. Wow. And so it, op- it, it that like knocked down some walls. I went through that process with him. Yeah. And uh, I got comfortable with this idea of being baptized. Now, as, as a Catholic, I was baptized as a kid. Okay. And um, but what I what I got really interested in and and, and realized what was important to me was that choice. And I didn't have that choice when mm-hmm. I was a child when I got baptized. I wanted to be able to say I'm doing this because this is what I believe in. Um, I was in a group, a small group of, um, there were four of us. There were probably seven couples in the group um, that were going to the church. But four of us, the males were all something other than Christian. And the, the wives were all Christian. And we were all going through the same challenges. Mm. And um, no pat on the back for me, but I remember one day I just was convicted to kind of get up, 32-year-old, in, in a church full of probably four or 500 people and get baptized at the end of church. And it totally threw Laura for a loop. She's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> today's the day kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, it really wasn't, you know, I, I, it, was, it, was, it was what I wanted to do at that point in time. It was really easy for me to do. Um, but it led to them going, you know, those guys coming to me like, oh, great. Now I've got to do it. I'm like, well, don't do it for that reason. But right. it opened up a different conversation. And in time, you know, all of us went through that process. And, I, and it, was, it was a tremendous experience for me. It's something I'll never forget. And it's really shaped who I am today. Sure. And so that's kind of my path to where I am. And where it got really different and where Madeira comes into this whole thing is, like, I'm not a Christian on Sundays only. I'm not a Christian when I'm around my family only. I'm not a Christian when I'm around my friends only. I'm a Christian in, in what I do in my life. Yeah. And what I spent the most of my time doing is working. And it's like, okay, well, why are we here? Like, am I just going to make a paycheck? Um, or am I going to try to like make, make people's lives better? Am I trying to go mm-hmm. to have an impact on people in a positive way? And I'm like, that's who I am. That's Christ. Yeah. So t- talk to me about that because, you know, I think there's there's several things here that you've kind of talked about that I, I really appreciate. So you look at, you know, we, we talk about our, our Christian uh, brothers and sisters in the Catholic Church, and then you've, you've jumped to our Christian brothers and sisters in the churches of Christ. And then we've got this wide spectrum of Christians across the board. When you come from differing perspectives and Christ sits at the center, how have you found commonality with others, Christ sitting at the center, and we have varying worldviews, varying understandings yeah. of Christianity. Tell me a little bit about how you kind of bridge those gaps a little bit. Well, I think, you know, an easy way to do that is talk about the golden rule. True people like you want to be treated. Yeah. Um, I don't care what religion you're a part of. You know, I think when you we, you come down to the root of it, that's really what we, we want to do. We want to treat people the way we want to be treated. We also want to make a difference in this world. We want to have mm-hmm. a purpose behind what we do. And, you know, take out titles, take out names, take out whatever it is. That's who we are. I happen to call it Christ. You know, somebody who is Buddhist may say that's Buddhism or Hinduism or mm-hmm. Muslim or, you know, whatever that is. But I think we all want to do better. We all want to help other people out. And that's really what we're saying here. Yeah. That's the, the you know, I don't want to take away from Christ the person. But the, when we start talking about Christian worldview, that's what we're really saying, mm-hmm. is we want to we have a, a bigger purpose in life. We really want to help people. We want to have relationships with people. We don't yeah. want to be independent and like, oh, we're in our tribe and they're in their tribe and this whole thing. No, we're all coming together. And if, you're, if you share a different religion, welcome to Madeira. Yeah. This has nothing to do with what you believe in, who you are. It's more about our purpose and why we are here and what we're trying to do. Yeah. 
It's interesting because I do think spanning across all of these conversations, we can gather around words like grace. You and I have talked about Mm -hmm. that in the past. We can gather around words like mercy, peace, love, hope. Like we can gather around those types of things. And so if you could, you know, so you've got a multitude of people come together. We have a pretty diverse group of people who work for us. And I hope we get more diverse. I mean, I said in one of the earlier podcasts, we are not diverse enough. And it's something that really troubles me and Mm. keeps me up at night. Um, We will get better at that. And we are working through ways in which we can do that. We want to be a a completely inclusive group. Anybody can be a part of us. And um, I don't know if it's hiring practices need to change. I don't know. It's it's all of the above. But we have to have a commitment to that. And I would say diversity, that word diversity, fits within the Christ core value. And Kanai is we have to get better at it. Mm-hmm. And community is we have to welcome everybody. So that's how our values fit into that. And that is something that is critically important to me. And I know my partners and what we're trying to do. So as we move forward, um, you know, I hope we look completely different as an organization and continue to as, as we uh, continue to evolve as a bigger company. Yeah, I love I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of what you just said, simply because whether we are talking Christ on an abstract level and then having a conversation about Christian worldview or the man Jesus that you and I read about in Scripture and, and follow with our lives, diversity and inclusion are all part of that conversation. Without a doubt. Thank you so much for having watched part one of Christ, the third and final core value that we've been discussing here on Touch Base, our company podcast. Uh, I want to say thank you so much to Dave for having joined us. And let me remind you of something that we've been putting in the emails. If you have any questions for leadership, anything that you'd like Dave Marcinkowski and Dave Gillis, possibly others, to discuss, uh, to kind of talk about, uh, please email me those questions. It could be about vision. It can be about employee experience. It can be about the future. It can be about struggles in the field. Whatever those are, please email me those. My email is going to be on the screen, so it's right there for you. And we are going to finish up season one of our very first touch base with a capstone, a finale, where they address the concerns and the thoughts that you guys have from the field. Again, we want to thank you so much for having joined us. See you next time. Thank you.